The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yo, 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 what's good? You are tuned in to A Sweet Life, Malik Rashid, Chief Johnson, and I must say, I can say this now, the worldwide homie. <laughs> the worldwide. worldwide homie, big AD yeah, in the on, building, man. man. I'm oh, glad man. we got to sit down, man. No, bro, I'm telling you, I was, I hit you, I seen a DM, I say, man, my nigga Chief, man, he ain't, he peeing past everything now, bro. He in the stadium, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, nigga, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm like, I ain't get the fucking film in the stadium and shit. I like, I like that. I'm like, I got I to gotta come fuck with the people, man. See, we got to run that one. We got to run another one yeah, in the stadium. Do that shit at the Rams stadium or something. Or USC. Yeah. We can do USC Let's for sure. Let's do USC. That's fine. Yo, Willie, I'm calling you about it. We, we, I'm on record. I'm calling you about it. So I see you at Mizuno, or I call you. His his daughter, my daughter, playing the same um, for the same volleyball club. Fire. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, dope. yeah. But yeah, I hit um, when we when we caught up, man. I was just you know letting AD know that I had been watching and was super proud of like everything that that you're doing because you know we've known each other for a number of years and you know it was it was through music and, and Swish. Shout out Swish. Shout out Swish. Um, but to see like. You know, we always talk about the pivots and, you know, change and growth and all those things. But what you have been able to do, but still, you know, able to, to chase down your music and do those things has been nothing but inspiring, man. So, again, want to want to give you your flowers and just say super, super proud of, of everything you, you're doing, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all selling out what? Yo, is that the will turn? We just did a two nights at the L Ray, 24 hours. Yeah, we had the Novo in November. Uh, we're going to the Gramercy Theater in New York. We're doing uh, somewhere else in the Bay. And then next year, it's going to be a, a long line of shows and stuff like that. Man. Some live podcasts. I yeah. think we're going to have to tap in with y'all. Come on, man. Let's go. Hey, Yo, whatever y'all need from Ace me, man. Boy, pun, Yo, you, yes. AD, let's go. Let's do it. Well, man, um, you know, going back to, like, you know, when I met you, you were heavy in, into the music game. Mm-hmm. So just want to want to talk about that, like, you know, music earlier, early on in the career. Um, and the ultimate point is to get to where we are now and, and just that, you know, um, pivot, not so much a pivot because you didn't abandon the music, but this new, this new business, this new, you know, creativity that you're coming out here. So, you know, um, if you could dive a little bit about the background of, of AD. So it, it was crazy because my whole life, people always say, oh, you remind me of Ice Cube. You know, I don't know if it was the clothes that I was wearing or just being just from the West Coast or anything like that. But after a while, I'm like, it, it makes sense because I didn't just only want to do music. I wanted to be in movies. I wanted to do commercials. I wanted to do different type of businesses and stuff like that. I didn't know how I was going to get there. But, you know, I just had that spark. And um, 
it was crazy too, just doing music, being an independent artist. And um, I was fortunate to be able to get a song on the radio 30 spins a week with no radio budget, no label behind me. And I seen the highs of that and I also seen the lows of that too, mm. where it was people telling me to make plays. And I'm like, I ain't got the capital to make the plays. And I'm just trying my best to make shit shake. And then uh, even before the podcast stuff, shout out to Lil Dicky, man. Um, he, I met him at a video shoot with Wiz Khalifa. That shout out to my guy Wiz. Um, forgot that I even met him. And then he, you know, he drops a song, Chris Brown, he's super popping. And he just randomly DMs me on Instagram. And he's like, hey, I, um, I remember you. I got this TV show. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck is Lil Dicky hitting me up for? Like, I'm like, all right, whatever. He tells me he got this TV show. Now, when I'm hearing TV show, I'm thinking, you know, he probably got like a, a pilot he's probably trying to shoot and put on Facebook or something like that. Not day. Not day. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. So he sent me the address to the shit, and I get to, they're like, yeah, go to your trailer. I'm like, go to my fucking trailer. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm leaving Compton. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And I look and I see the list and I see, oh, Zeki the producer, Scooter Braun and Kevin Hart. And I'm like, oh, this FX, this is some big ass shit. And I did one episode, I had a couple lines in there, did that shit. And all the people, they was like, oh man, you did good, you did good. I didn't know how I did. Did a second episode, didn't think nothing of it. They invite me to go to the premiere. And I go to the premiere, um, I didn't think one of the episodes that I was on, they was gonna show it, but I was just happy to be in the building. So they got all these film producers, all these TV people, rappers, everybody, and we sitting in the middle, in the movie theater. And then I see myself come on that screen in the, in the shit. And after that, I see the credits roll and I see my name on the credits. And right then I was like, I gotta I got do something different other than just music. I can do this, I can possibly do this. And all the TV people kept coming up to me. Oh man, you did good. You did good. Oh, you're a good actor. I'm like, I ain't no fucking actor. You know what I'm saying? Me. But, <laughs> but yeah. But just just seeing that was like, okay, that gave me the courage to try something else. Because when you stick into one thing, you don't want nobody to think that you're failing at it or mm. you know something ain't working. So you want to move on to something else. And then you know, the opportunity came after that, where it's like, oh, do you want to try to do podcasts? And I was in my first in my head, I'm like. Nah, like, people that look like us ain't really doing this shit. Now, is everybody doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, I'm like, all right, let me let me see. Let me just try this shit out. And the first couple of times I did it, I just seen a different reception from the people. Mm. Now I got little white kids running up to me. They mamas is asking me, take a picture with my son. You're funny. And I wasn't used to that, you know, being a, a street rapper from Los Angeles. Yeah. People would meet me. And, and I would always go home later and they'd be like, oh, I seen you. I didn't want to say nothing to you because I didn't know how you was going to react. And I'm like, damn, I'm a cool guy, but I don't want to give out that type of energy. And is, is, is this the energy that I'm giving out in my music? So mm. doing the podcast wow. made it reverse. Mm. Now the people are saying like, oh, you're funny. You're this and you're that. And I just started seeing just an influx of just, just crazy love. And it, it went from that to uh, people telling me like, man, you... You help me with my day, you know what I'm saying? I'd be depressed and just watching you uh, makes me forget about everything. I think you're one of my, my, my family members and, you know, I treat you like that. And, man, that shit just took a toll of his own and just, you know, uh, standing on our own, 
doing these things and curating these shows and, and making stuff shaking. Mind you, once again, we ain't doing it with nobody corporate. We ain't got nobody behind us. Shout out to the sponsors that we got because, you know, they, they're, they're helping a lot. But, yeah, man, we did this shit from the mud. We're doing it from the mud, and we're doing it at a high level on our own dime, doing, doing everything we're supposed to be doing. Streaming. And it's crazy as fuck. The streaming yeah. shit is crazy. <laughs> nah, and I love it because it's just so authentic to who you guys are. And I, I think that's the thing I always respected about you also, too, is like, we know where you're from, we know that culture, and we know all those things, but you're always so personable and so like chill and humble when it comes to that sense. Um, and then just hitting on something, man, like I think perseverance is, is, a, is an amazing word for you, man, because, you know, as we know, like the music industry is a hard game. Anything in entertainment is a hard thing to do. And like you said, like a, a lot of times the pride kicks in if you feel like you're not where you should be at a certain level or you shouldn't be doing this. But, you know, to be able to, to go out and be like, damn, I'm acting now, my name's in the credits and make you put another batter in your back. Like now I want to chase even more. And then stepping into another, you know, the podcasting space, something you never did and being able to try and that and take the courage for those leaps. And I think that's so important, you know, for, for the kids and, just even adults, man, who are afraid to try something new and, and step outside of their, their uh, comfort zone, man. So it's, 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 it's dope to watch. Even I was just tripping out, like, seeing you on Joe Budden. I'm like, Damn, yeah, which, was, which was Which was crazy, too. Yeah, yeah, because he's been doing it for a long time. He's the pod father. Right. That's what right. they call him. And he comes from, yo, Joe Budden was no slouch on the mic. You know what I mean? Like, well, nice. So, so that transition, too, and, and seeing you on there, man, because Joe Budden is a, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a student of the game, and he's not bringing anybody on that show that he doesn't respect and doesn't know about. So even seeing that, man, what was that like to, Oh, know? bro, it was, you know, it was crazy. I went to New York literally for, uh, for a pop-up. So I'm aligned with this cannabis brand called Big Chief. So they made me a part of the company. And, you know, I, I, I'm the face of it. I take it on 100%. I stand by it. And we ended up having a pop-up pop in New York. And as soon as I got out there, everybody said me on the phone, you, are you in NYC? Hey, come pull up over here. And a shout out to academics too, because um, he's one of the people too, like, would just let me get on his Discord and just talk my shit and, you know, those clips and everything, uh, fucking with his fans and stuff like that. And Matt Hoffa just called me out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, come do this shit. And then shout out to my guy Ice, because as a rapper, Ice would always champion for me. He'll be on Twitter, hey, he's the hardest nigga, ooh, 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 and, Later on, we both doing pods and stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? He always uh, connected with me with, uh, with Joe. And when I went over there, bro, man, Joe, cool as a motherfucker. Super cool, bro. And just watching how they're doing it, even coming here, I'm like, y'all doing it on a high level as far as production. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the cameras. I'm like, all right. I see it over there, 6K, the 8K cameras. And you know what I mean? A lot of people don't understand that's important that quality over everything in this type of industry that we in. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely, you know, that's something from day one that we've, you know, that's that's all it's been is like, yo, it's going to be highbrow. The conversations are going to be highbrow. That doesn't mean that they're going to be over anybody's head, but we just wanted to make sure that we messaged, you know, to the community in a certain way. You feel me? Um, and I think 
I think what's dope is having you on the show is also shows like sort of an involvement with us in the sense that like I think early on we would have been like a little like like little Larry because not because we don't yeah, fuck because yeah. we fuck with you you know what I mean we fuck with the music but like it was just like yo we got to do it a certain way because if we move away from that but like nah it's actually the transparency and also that man we're people like at the end of the day we, Chief and I are not like doctors we're not even doc we're not perfect we're just again everything on this is just we're just talking from experience. That's that's all we're all talking from, mm -hmm. right? Even on your show, y'all be wilding, but y'all it's, 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 it's wild shit. It's wild shit experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're just we're just delivering a delivering a certain kind of experience. But I, yo, man, I love them all, man. I I love watching what y'all do. Love watching what Wallow and Gilly do. Love Shout watching what. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, um, just everybody, man. Like the, the fact that we, uh, as that we've we found a space um, that we would have been. It, it's hard to get through. You 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 just talked about it, right? Real shit. It's hard to get through those doors. It's hard to get through those. You know, to be on FX without a Dave Coast. Same thing he's doing for Gator. I remember, hey. yo, I remember Gator from, from rapping. And I remember Gator. From Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I met Gator with Tiger. You know what's crazy about the Gator situation? Okay. I, when I came for that first episode and I seen him there, he didn't even understand, like, the magnitude of what was about to happen for his life. I'm like, you co-starring on this show. I told him, I said, bro, your life is about to change. And I said, watch the people that you have around because when I seen him, it was nobody around him. And he like, bro, he just, just so humble and so hungry. And man, this nigga showing me pictures of him and Leonardo DiCaprio now. You know what I'm saying? Even the episode that we are on, um, I think it was not up for an Emmy, but one of these awards, they were like putting it into categories and stuff like that. So for, for that to be like his first gig as well too, doing some acting shit, he's doing that at a real high level. And to watch him now, still the same guy, he's doing his thing and he's a staple in this industry as well too now. Yeah, yeah super staple. How, how's life changed for you? Bro, <laughs> it's, it's way different now. Um, but what I can say is, is that, man, I'm way more happier. You know what I mean? Like, you finally feel like every, all the dots are starting to connect for you. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy because all those doors with music that people kind of shied away from, now they knocking back on. They're like, hey, we got this going on for you now. So it's like, yeah, you ain't going to get rid of me. I'm going to keep reinventing myself. I'm going to keep doing certain shit. And like you said, the perseverance is, is crazy. Just like Gator as well, too. It's like people may say, oh, yeah, I know him from there. And, you know, shout out to my partner, T-Rail, as well, too. He was right there with Tiger. He had a lot going on. He was checked out of this industry. He's back in and he's doing it at a high level. We just celebrated uh, his 100 episode yesterday. 10,000 live watching us, four, four and a half to five hours. All black men celebrating each other, turning up, just having a good old time and stuff too. And, you know, people ain't dropping numbers like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's also dope that what you've built, you know, with everybody, it's not like you you know, your glory and this person, it's like you all have your own things, but collectively 
you're championing each other. And I think that's so powerful for people to see because within our culture and community, everybody's trying to fraction. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to divide us and pit each other against each other. And, you know, and it's a testament to show, like, we can get it together. You know what I mean? Like, everybody pull we your weight. We better way. together. We yeah. definitely better we together. We better together. Yeah. We better together because, like, it's about shared experience. You have now context for this at a level that we don't even have context for at this time, right? So you can share the information and we can share certain information about, you know, things, excuse me, things and relationships that we have that can like, yo, if we, if we, if we give AD this information, we're, we may not be ready to step into this, but he's at a place where he can step into this, give him the information, let him, and then when it's time, he gonna be like, yo, and circle around. That's, that's. And that's what I love now, especially doing this. A lot of these hater ass niggas, man, y'all not going, they're not going to win. <laughs> and you know, just like I was telling Chief um, off camera, is that this game that we in, this audience don't give a fuck about your accomplishments, what you done did. They want to see who you are as a person. Can you articulate yourself? Or can you be entertaining? Because at the end of the day, we're entertaining. We're just doing it at a different type of level and stuff as well, too. And I see artists, hey, I want to come on your show. We lead the chat up there for them. And you watch their ego just get broken down. And sometimes it's good, though, because it's like it breaks you down to a human. Mm -hmm. They're not used to They used to people kissing their ass all day. And now these are the people that's actually going to go buy your tickets, the ones that are going to stream your songs telling you, yeah, fuck you. I don't like your outfit today. You know, it's going to make you overthink some things. You know what I'm saying? So, no, it's, it's, it's real dope, man. And I just love how um, we can all just share the wealth, bro. Like, I'm, I'm tired of niggas always trying to gatekeep things. And, like, we can literally, it's endless. It's the internet. We can all help each other. We can all cross-promote. We can all do what we're supposed to do. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yo, that's how you, that's how you create... That's how you create, you know, a Coachella, or that's how you create, you know, the Roots, their festival and all these different things because it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a collective. Like everybody just brings their shit. Like, yo, you bring this, y'all bring this, this is the audience, y'all. That way we cover everything and everybody is serviced in a way, it, it, all, it's gonna be at a high level, right? but everybody gets serviced, you know what I'm saying? And we, we just, like you said, the gatekeeping and the not sharing the information and feeling like if you share the information, you out of it, you out of information, yes, that you should be extremely careful with your relationships. If you feel like somebody can't handle them correctly and chief gonna get a phone call or I'm gonna get a phone call or you gonna get a phone call like, yo, you invited this guy to the, to the, to, the, to the space and yo, bro, he's kind of reckless and this is what he's brought. Yes, you should be, we should all be weary of that and, and there should be a point of entry. But at the same time, when you know people are solid and they've been consistent, it, it, it's in your best interest and the best interest of us collectively to, to, to get on somebody's shoulders, period. Each one teach one, man. For real, for real. That's what it's about. For real, that's the that's the power. We don't have power fractured. The power is us all collectively, because then we can move the room. 
oh, you're not fucking with him, then you're not fucking with us, and, and we're not all doing it. That's and, how, and that's what it's, just like you just said it. Yeah. And I love being able to, to say, hey, look, I know that guy. Let me connect with them over there. Let me do this. Or you call my phone, AD, can you link me with this person? Yeah, let me do this and do that. Because all that do is make me look bigger. That yeah. make you, it make all yeah. of us look bigger at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, yeah, thousand yeah. percent, thousand percent. Um, fatherhood. How, how, how do you balance the success, the busyness with being, you know, I've known you always to be like a solid father also mm-hmm. too, man. Like what's that like now that your daughter, she's a teenager now, right? Daughter just started high school. Yeah, <laughs> and no, it, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy too because um, just the fatherhood aspect, it really taught me how to be a man. Even the decisions I make now, man, I got two baby mamas. I don't want three baby mamas. I want the next lady to be my wife, and I want my kids to grow up in the same household. So um, my children, I got a four-year-old. It's tough when they, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I didn't went to the baby mama drama and, you know, paying money every month and stuff, and I, I understand too, like, I come from that as well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Pops wasn't around like that. And more importantly, the kids, like, when when you're not in the same home with them, the even though they love you, they do love you, but it, there's always this thing. There's, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's an uns, it's an unspoken thing. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like, yeah, man, it's it's it's. We try to do our best. Try to stay in the home if you can. If you can. If you can. <laughs> now crazy there are bitches out there, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's some crazy us too. Yes, it's it us who it gotta do some work too. Go both ways. We got, we got work too. to do. We got yeah. work to do too. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to start that narrative. Because that narrative is is also dangerous for us. Because right now we got the black woman and the black man narrative, and we not together. Like in terms of like. Oh, you know what I mean? We looking at them like in corporate America because they're, you know, they're they're being given the door and we're not being given mm-hmm. the door. And or or it, there's not a um, what, what's what's to say? It, it's not a like cohesive thing. But again, that's when it goes back to protecting one another. We got to learn how to protect one another. And, you know, with me, I learned it just comes with maturity. A lot of times, man, I'm fucking around. I Was I ready? Probably yeah, not. Yeah. But you know, like I'm, I'm happy now because um, I got to move my daughter back in with me. Dope. You know what I mean? I, I look forward to taking both my kids to school every day. I pick my son up. Um, yeah. My, and then too, like my son has autism, so I'm really, really on him and making sure, you know, he's getting everything that he needs and going to his therapies and you know being right there to be able to go to his school and do everything too. So. What yeah, level is here. he? Is he? Is he communicative? Is no. He able so to right now he's a nonverbal. Okay. But he man, he's super smart. Yeah. You know when he want to eat or he want to do some shit, he'll drag you over there. But no, nah, like the therapy is is really really helping him, and that also taught me a lot of patience yeah. as well too, because you know I, I can see my son get frustrated, and you know learning like okay this is what's making him upset, this is what he needs over here and stuff too. So when I handle business or when I deal with people. I don't have like a short fuse anymore and things like that. So my son taught me that. Real growth. With your son <laughs> being nonverbal autistically, um, what are there's gotta be some concerns like what ten years from now looks oh, like. Of course. And that's why I, I'm okay. working as hard, like yep. to look, 
regardless of whatever happens, I want people to be like, that's his son, and he cool just because of that. So whether he can talk, whether he can communicate with anybody, he going to be that nigga, though. You understand that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I have a dear friend, and her, uh, her son is, is autistic. He's verbal. He's able to speak. But, you know, I know one of her concerns is like, wow, you know, what's going to happen when in a couple born. of years? Yeah. Or he's just an adult. Like, how, you know, where's, you know, separation anxiety? Like, how, will I ever even be able to separate? Does that, is that really a realistic thing, you know, and how it, how it will happen? So... I commend you, man. It's so crazy. I was talking to Vince yesterday, Vince Phillips, and we were just talking about our kids, period, right? And he said, bro, there's always going to be something to worry about. Yeah. There's going to be something. Once you hurdle one thing and you get comfortable with that shit, then they throw some other shit at you. You like, what the fuck? I was just getting comfortable. I was just getting my legs under me. So again, I commend you, man. Thank you, bro. we should do something. We should we should try to figure out something to do, like in 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 in, in light of in lieu of your son's autism. Oh, and sure. I know, like I said, I know two friends whose ch- children deal with it, and it's um it's something that is really it's it's hitting our community. Hey, and it's it, it's it's crazy as well too. And shout out to his mom as well too, because she's a great mother. Um, no, you know my best friend is OG Genesis. His son is autistic as well too. So I watched his son grow up and, you know, see, like, just how more advanced he didn't got. And a lot of that is just the parents have to care. The yeah. parents, you can't, just, work. you can't just sit back and think your kid is going to be okay. Yeah. You have to work with your kid every day. You got to make sure they go to the therapies. Yeah. You have to do that because I've seen his son, you know, man, he's so smart. He's amazing. He's a genius, really. And... I was able to see early signs and know, mm. even when OT first seen my son, he knew right away, like, hey, when you can, he's showing signs of that, go go, um, go get him checked and stuff too. So, really? He yeah. knew? He knew off the road? And there's, and there's signs, if anybody that's watching this, um, one of them is like, when, when the kid, they flapping their hands a lot, that's a sign of it. My son used to spin in circles all the time, and then I was just like, oh, okay. And a lot of times too, you don't want to sit there and, and think the worst or you know, or think something is wrong with your kid or anything like that, but you gotta, whether you scared or not, you're doing your child a disservice if you're not making sure they get the right care Facts. that they gotta do. So, and I've seen just having that therapy, how a million times mm-hmm. better and more advanced my son is getting, doing yeah. that every day. I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you're on here today because people are getting to see a side of you or getting to know another part of your story. Mm-hmm. Even you letting us know a part of OT's story, mm-hmm. like they need to see these sides of us, what we do with our kids. You know what I'm saying? That we're around, we are involved and engaged and your son, like you said, has autism and you in there. And I know that's, that's it's tough. Cause I, you oh, know what I'm saying? Sure. So man. But I wear it with honor now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and I love it, you know. Salute to you, bro. Every year I go to the autism walks and stuff too. So, you know. I'm a proud advocate, man. Yeah, no, nah, I love it, man. It, the, just the growth, again, like, I can't say enough about the growth and, like, how important. And the reason we, we started this hall is because I know I wouldn't be where I am if people didn't open doors for me, but also through that process allow me to grow and growing from ourselves because a lot of time we don't have a, 
you know, like you said, a father in the house or a marker to mirror ourselves after. So you're really figuring out on the fly. And then it's the importance of having good friends around you that are, are, are good stewards, but also put you in your place and that you can continue to grow and push each other. And, you know, I know OT is one of your close friends, but whoever that close, the close people in your pod you got, you guys have done a great job of just leaning on each other and pushing each other to do great things, Thank man. You. And everybody is great fathers that, that we, uh, that we do business with, like, we don't play with that. Yeah. Like, for you real, can. for real. Nah, because if you don't take care of your kids, <laughs> what you going to do with anything else? <laughs> nah, if, you, if your kids can't rely on you, how can I? <laughs> I can't respect you. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a growing process, too. Like, fatherhood is a growing process. Like you said, like, you you know, early on, you, you don't, because sometimes we let the relationships that we are in with the other person dictate certain things and the growth will show you nah that that don't dictate it the what dictates the relationship is the relationship i have with the child your thing is an extra thing like you know what i'm saying it's an amazing thing but this i can't let anyone come between this you know what i'm saying sacred yeah, and you, but early on, sometimes when you don't know, you don't know. You only know what you know. You know what I mean? So, also, that's why, like, we should all, like, um, just want to find a way to, like, again, pour into everybody. You know what I mean? And give a little bit of experience and context. And not just this hierarchy thing of, like, I always say, like, we're not speaking from some pulpit or some perch in the sky. Bro, we speaking from, like, just a space of, like, we have we failed in instances we've not communicated well we've not been the best partners to people like we've dealt with all of it um so what makes you able to hold your head up high and nobody to be able to hang anything over your head is when you acknowledge like look this is where i was but this is where i am now and this is where i'm going to continue to go and this is where i'm going to stay you know what I'm saying? As long, because when you do that, then nobody can ever hang anything over your head or like Real make talk. you feel like, oh, I'm gonna pull this belt. You not pulling shit back. Yeah, that's where I was. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you tried to. Yeah, it's like that Eminem thing. Remember? So in the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The people, man. Like, one thing I learned is when the people fuck with you, it don't matter what nobody say. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And and I believe in God. At the end of the day, He's the one that guy guides us all to everything that we're doing right now. So keeping my faith in him and doing what I'm doing, like, I know there ain't no way I can fail. Straight ahead. Yo, you, no got, the, you got this, uh, you got the ill L.A. cap on. <laughs> Yo, he, have you seen his hat collection? Oh, my hat collection is crazy. Nah. I got a whole wall. They all Bro. like customs and stuff. Nah, that's, no, it's so yeah. ill, but speaking of that, like, are you, are you a L.A. sports fan? Are you a sports fan? I'm like, L.A. everything. Okay. It, it, to the Trojans, Dodgers, <laughs> Lakers, whatever. Well, Bruins, if you're in it is. Listen, I don't watch everything. I don't go to all the games like that. But if it's LA, I'm supporting it. <laughs> That's Everywhere I go. You got a Lakers and a Clippers jersey, huh? Yeah, I got Kobe tatted on my head, man. For real. The great. Wow. Um, music. What's in the pipeline? Man, look, I got a lot. I'm working with this uh with polyester the Saint right now. Me and Don Cannon, we still got this unfinished project. You know, we got that. Um, 
I just dropped a project with uh with, with, with Prince Krishan, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Hitmaker too, Heat Wave, and bro, I'm just in the lab just cooking. And you know, even from everything that I'm doing, yeah. I was able to fund my own lab. So instead of just paying for the studio time on it, me and Ace Boy Pun, my partner, we bought our own studio and yeah, man, just started cooking out of there. Does it feel liberating to be able to just do it yourself and release when you Hell yeah, because I can do what I want to do. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a difference when like you can go downstairs at your crib and make money. Mm-hmm. You don't feel the pressures of as an artist, like I have to put something out. I have to, you know, do these certain things. I have to go to these take these certain shows. You don't have to do it no more. But doing the other side, which is the media side, has taught me so much about being an artist as well, too. It's it's not worth it to use those those bullets if you don't got to pull them right away because a lot of artists will be hasty. And I've been hasty where it's like, you know what? Things ain't moving well. All right, let me use this favor right here. Let me use this favor right now. And then when you really need it, you it's know already, you, yeah, it's not there yeah, no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just planning and staying consistent and, man, having content. I tell people all the time, content is king. If you can have some form of content, no matter what you do, at least once or twice a week, you're going to be way better off. These artists, you can't take, you're, you're not Kendrick, you're not J. Cole, you got to get to that level. You got to flood these people's minds so that they put you at that level and then you can kick back and do that. So you don't believe in, like, I know, like you were saying, a lot of people try to go the scarcity model. Like, you see these artists, they, they wipe their Instagram all the time. They got one picture up. They don't want to do any. And you know from um, what you're building now about the importance of brand partnerships, but also the correct ones. But how important is it in business as an artist to be a good brand partner? Oh, man, that visibility is everything. You can fuck it up super easy, too. And kind of what you just said before that is I think a lot of artists are afraid to drop. It's not that they don't want to put the, put the shit out there, but the state of hip-hop right now is in trouble. This is the first time we've had one number one hip-hop album this year, I think. You know what I mean? I don't think we have none. No, Uzi hit, Uzi did number Uzi? one. Yeah, okay, he did number okay, one. Okay. And I, uh, we don't, we have Oh, well, Travis. Travis, too. Travis, We okay. haven't had a number one uh, billboard hit in hip-hop, hit. too. That's what we haven't, yeah. We haven't had one. So it's like the optics, you see the businessmen look at it like, okay, Maybe Spanish music is doing better. Maybe Afrobeats is doing better. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fucking it up for the artists. So they're trying to be very, very careful. Yeah. Because if you sold 300,000, 400,000 five years ago, and you drop this time and sell 80, 90,000, they're going to look at you like a failure. And those brand partnerships that you do have, they might feel like you ain't as hot as you are, and they'll pull them motherfuckers away. So it's a, it's a tricky situation. It's a scary time to be an artist, especially at a high level. Yeah, are you excited by music, hip hop right now? Do you think it's in a stale place? Do you? I love hip hop, I'm always gonna love hip hop. So I know there's always gonna be somebody, this is their window to come through the cracks and then turn this motherfucker back up. Like mm-hmm. one thing I learned is you can't count, you can't count hip hop out. Yeah. No Never. matter what, Yeah. something's gonna happen. Yeah. And we do got people that are, that are killing it right now, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's gonna get back on track. Yeah. But I like the other music as well too. Like I'm, I'm really fucking with the Afrobeat shit, man. Same. 
Burner Boy new album. That's all I've been listening to, man. I've been driving around. Burner Boy hard. Man, he nice, man. Burner Boy hard. I like yeah. it. You know who else album that I'm just Tim's. dropped this Tim's is Tim's fan. Friday. Friday is nice. Friday's new album. Fire. Yo, I just talked to uh, the dude who signed Friday to publishing, Eddie Forsell, and he was just like, yo, this motherfucker is different. He's he's super different. I didn't know, you know, because everybody knows him from God Did, but I never, you know, and then the homie Carver, like, had posted, and he was like, this, yo, there's no skips on this, so I downloaded it, and no I, was, I was like, yo, and he's like, you could tell he's he's powered by God too. Like you could tell the influence of like church, and then I think his mom or I think he's African descent also too. Really? Yeah. Like he has like a lot of tones of Afro beats in there, but just well written, well put together. And I find myself in that space also too. Like hip hop to the core, you know. But I think sometimes you're searching for a little more substance and and somebody to break through the noise. Because there's a lot of like, some stuff come on. I'm like, I can't. I don't know who that is. I can't tell who that is. Like, and I, I think it is a. Some of these artists are scared. Like, if I step outside of, you know, what people really like, are people not gonna be feeling it? You know what I mean? Are so, they scared also, or are they also just like, I feel like not talented enough. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> they can't make some, they can't make nothing. Y'all ain't doing that to me. Uh, what? Say it with your chest. <laughs> with your chest now. I, I, I feel like there is this thing of their perceive, how they perceive like stardom or what they perceive as success is a lot different than what we perceive success to be. Like their their perception is like, Okay, I got a million followers on IG. I got a million followers on all my social whatever. I'm getting money for shows. Cool. And the music only has to be okay. So like, you know, Ty was saying, if 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 you see somebody and they getting over being average or even below average, what's going to make you try to scale up? Yeah, but it's it's all about like no, no, I know, there. but but do you understand who, what I'm saying? Who's, who's, um, who's optics is on? Because we may think something is average, somebody else they like this is everything, and you know I guess it's a sign true. of times too. True, yeah, yeah. Because my, my little brother listen to people, I be like, nigga, that shit suck. <laughs> and he like, you an old head now, and I'm like, all right, but I'm seeing these people. But that sucks. It sucks <laughs> though. Like check back me with it's, two it's, years. It's, it sucks to me though, but. Yeah. You know, like I respect somebody like like Corla Ray. Yeah. She who gives a fuck with her album sales? She's a fucking star, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Every time she's on stage, she's doing her thing. Like I'm, I'm entertained by it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what it sells? So shout out to Saint. That's that's his. That's his. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And there's just there's a there's a lot. And again, like I, I think it's different now because. Everybody posts the numbers online, like, oh, 34,000, is that good? Is that bad? And it's like, that's that's them, you know what I mean? Like, and goaded, the yeah, goat thing. You know? I think that also made shit, like, early on, like a motherfucker. It's just like football, right? Dude is in the league four years, and he's a goat because he done been to the Pro Bowl twice yeah, or a year. You, what are you measuring that What are you measuring that by? Again, you know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, like, I guess, you, again, success is different to everybody, right? That's symbols for 
Simba made the song, Everybody's a Goat. Mm-hmm. It's your fault, Simba. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Shout out, Simba. Simba, Simba, Simba. what's happening? What's happening? That's dope, man. So what's in the, the pipeline, you know, over the next, like, few months, you know, the rest of this year, like, where people can tap in, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, we're going to be curating a lot of new shows, bringing on new talent. Um, and a lot of these people are our homies, man, every day, which making it dope. We're going to fuck with y'all, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Collab let's and do go, some let's stuff. Let's go. Let's uh, go. The live shows, that's, that's a, a super great aspect of what I like. Doing this as well, too, because some of these same shows, I didn't opened up as a rapper, and now we selling them out as a podcaster. And you know what I'm saying? You sprinkle that's some, that's super crazy, super crazy. Um, doing that, man, shout out to the whole team, Fig Muni World, uh, Community, Back on Fig, Ace Boys, Duno's World, Ladies Night, the Apollo, the congregation, all, all, all our homies, all our squad, man. We ain't going nowhere. Y'all like the Wu-Tang. Yeah, we like the Wu-Tang, for sure. Y'all just, yeah, West Coast here, Wu-Tang, man. huh? We here. Nah, but I love it that you sharing, y'all sharing the table, man, and everybody brings, you know, I know you ain't going to keep nobody around that ain't pulling any weight and bringing something to the table, and, and I know you ain't about that nonsense, man, and um, I think it's just beautiful to be able to get all those people with different personalities together and have a common goal goal and be matching at it at the same you know what i mean the same so um again, it's important we ain't got yeah. a representation like that bro yeah think about it we don't especially on the west coast yeah and, wow and once you once you think about that and look you like wow where do artists go that people that look just like them where can they feel comfortable and get those stories across and stuff like that without it being like a, a you know, a tagline or something that's just messy or anything. Yeah. Really have those conversations. So it's all of us sitting at this table. It's important that we do this shit at a high level and have that integrity, how we do it, to let other motherfuckers feel like they can come and do this shit as well too. So I want to see more people that look like us starting stuff up, being in position, because then we're going to make all this shit for ourselves. Yeah, Agreed. There it is. Y'all make sure y'all tap in with AD. AD. You know what I'm saying? Where can people check you out? Man, find me everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm somewhere on your YouTube screen. I might be on your goddamn Hulu. But, you know, follow me at it's AD. Two eyes. I-I-T-S-A-D. Appreciate y'all. There it is. A sweet life. Peace. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.